welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Catholic Education Foundation podcast number 14. This wow. week we have Miss Amy Nall. Amy is the Assistant Superintendent of Schools for the Archdiocese of Louisville. And as always, Mr. Rich Lechleiter. Rich is the President of the Catholic Education Foundation. Amy, welcome to the show. Ah, thanks, Teague. It's so good to be here. I appreciate the invitation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, of course. Absolutely. So, Amy, let's start with this. Now, we start with this kind of with, with all of our guests. Um, tell us about your own experience growing up as a student in Catholic schools. Yeah, well, I'm always glad to be asked that question because anytime I have an opportunity to talk about my parents, and that's where it really started for me. I love that opportunity. They're both in heaven now, but you know they they were the anchor in our Catholic faith, our our um, our family faith and education. Those were the priorities of my parents. And um, so we lived, I actually straddled two uh, dioceses. I grew up in Clarksville, Indiana, so we were in the Archdiocese of Indianapolis. My dad was from uh, Kentucky, from Louisville, Uh, grew up in the West End, and he was always going to be a Louisvillian, and my mom was always going to be a Hoosier. We uh, landed Mm -hmm. on that side, but Mm -hmm. uh, the Archdiocese of Louisville was very important to us. Their commitment was to faith, family, and education. Dad worked at uh, Law Lards as a maintenance uh, man at Law Lards. My mom was a stay-at-home mom, seven kids. I was the youngest. Wow. And, um, you know, he worked seven days a week, every holiday. I just thought that's what people did. Just the norm, right? Until yeah. I got older, and then mm-hmm. I understood mm-hmm. that he was doing that to be able to take care of his family and and faith and education were were two ways that he took care of his family um and so uh we were anchored at saint anthony's catholic church in clarksville and that that parish and all of us all seven of us went to saint anthony's grade school was really our um you know that was our home base and that was our it was our culture we did everything uh there Played and prayed, sure. right? And that my parents were super involved, super engaged, volunteers, and really modeled that to us. Uh, high school, we had the option. My dad was a St. X grad. My mom was a Pres grad. Okay. And so we had the option to do Providence or we could come over uh, to the Louisville school. So uh, two brothers from went to Flagey. Mm-hmm. Um, two sisters went to Presentation. And... Uh, then uh, three of us went to Providence okay. High School. So uh, we assuming you went to Providence. I went to Providence okay. High School, absolutely. Right. And uh, so what I would just say is, you know, that my roots, my passion, and my love for Catholic education really uh, stemmed from from my family and the priority that they made it, and that full engagement in parish life. Now, as we were talking when you first arrived, you've mm-hmm. been in the Archdiocese of Louisville for a very long time now as well, right? I have, right. Tell right, us a little right. bit about that. So I have been here for 35, 35? Is this the 35th year? I've been here for 35 years. I think it's been 35. So I started uh, my teaching career. I, I was a, uh, went to school to be a high school English teacher. Mm-hmm. So I started at Holy Rosary Academy under uh, the leadership of Dr. Beverly McAuliffe, one of the all-time greats mm-hmm. in education. Mm-hmm. You bet. And uh, she so in, inspired me, uh, worked for her at Holy Rosary. I then moved to Mercy Academy and spent 10 years there under the leadership of Mary Boyce, another great, and Mike Johnson, another great. And then uh, 
started moving into leadership by being a department chair, knowing I wanted to go into administration and, and be just like uh, some of those greats, like the Bob Larkins at uh, Providence and the Mary Boyces and the Mike Johnsons and the Beverly McAuliffe's. And so I uh, moved to Sacred Heart Academy in 2002 to work Johnson, under Beverly yeah. again and gotcha. was there for uh, 19 years. And I've been with the Archdiocese at the Office of Catholic Schools. This is just my second year. Well, to, Rich yeah. is a pretty successful run in Catholic schools here, right? Um, unbelievable. It really is. Yeah. It's a great vocation. It, it makes is. a huge difference in the lives of our kids. Huge. Absolutely. And having the right leadership at the Archdiocese, I think, is super important for our Catholic mm-hmm. schools, too. So let's talk a little bit about this thing we call Catholic Schools yeah. Week, right? Yeah. Um, how to get started and why is it important? Well, Catholic Schools Week is um, started in 1974. The uh, NCEA, which is the Nas- National Catholic Education Association, uh, started that program. I guess I'd call it a program uh, where we can really take a week. I mean, every day we should appreciate Catholic education, but in some ways I would say that it might just be a little bit like breathing. We might mm-hmm. take it for mm-hmm. granted. Mm-hmm. I just breathe every day, but boy, if I didn't have it, uh, that might be a problem. And I think Catholic education can sometimes be the same way. It's just part of who we are, and we might not realize what a gift it is sure. all the time. So the Catholic uh, Schools Week really gives us a t- that moment to stop to pause and to show our gratitude mm-hmm. for uh, our Catholic education and for all of the all of the stakeholders, our parents and our uh, teachers, our administrators, our students, our alums, and our community members who support uh, Catholic education. So uh, that kicks off the uh, last weekend in January. So I believe it'll be. Uh, Sunday, January 29th, and it will go until the following Saturday, February 4th. What are some of the activities that take place during Catholic Schools Week? Oh, we have lots of activities. So the the NCEA gives us a theme for each day, mm-hmm. and you know, not all schools necessarily follow that. Right, or get, right. But, you know, they all do something different, sure, maybe. Sure. But I will say this, so that um, I've made my notes here. So the overall theme is faith, excellence, and service. So okay. we really want to celebrate those three. Uh, Sunday is celebrating your parish. We have one school I know it has invited the alums. It's an elementary school, uh, parish school, invited the alums to come back to Mass awesome. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great way to celebrate uh, your parish, bring uh, bringing the alums back in. Uh, Monday, this theme is celebrating community. Tuesday, celebrating students. Wednesday, will be celebrating nation. Thursday, celebrating vocations. And then Friday is celebrating faculty, staff, and volunteers. Saturday, celebrating families. So some of our schools are doing some pretty cool things. Um, one school is going to do a change challenge, and there, there may be others that do that. You know, we used to call it a penny the Penny Wars. Penny War. Penny Wars. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. that? So now they call it the Change Challenge. That alliteration is nice. Change Challenge. And they're, um, you know, competing classes, uh, class to class, and then they're going to donate the money okay. uh, to, uh, you know, to a nonprofit. So that that's an excellent way to gain spirit and healthy competition sure. and do service. Um, we have... Uh, one school, they're going to have the students, this is to celebrate teachers, but it's fun for students, dress up as their favorite teacher. 
So oh, wouldn't that be awesome. fun? How I don't fun know. Is that? And that's I, great. And I can tell you, my years of being in the <laughs> schools, there were always kids on like dress up day, whether it was Halloween or you know Spirit mm-hmm. Day, who did dress right. as someone in the building, and that's always fun. I hope everybody has a good sense of humor about that. Um, <laughs> some of our some of our schools will be doing um, special notes to parents, mm-hmm. to teachers. I know sometimes in the carpool lines they'll take out donuts yep. or cookies awesome. um you know everybody likes food so there's probably some snack carts wheeling around in the hallways for the teachers mm-hmm. uh some some um you know some treats there uh this activity i thought sounded really nice uh eighth grade students are going to be interviewing and maybe they'll work for you someday teague because uh, they're going to have the opportunity to interview and and produce videos uh, of the teachers in the school who are products of the Catholic schools. Oh, cool. That's awesome. So what not a great a, idea. It really is. So it, it's celebrating Catholic schools and that legacy. So sure. I, I love that. Um, I'm, I've got one school um, to celebrate staff. I love this connection between the parish and the school. They're going to introduce the parish staff to the students by reading the biography of uh, the parish staff members each morning on the PA. So let's get to know our parish business manager. Great let's idea. get to know, that idea. and that um, you know that relationship is so important. So I love that. Um, and then the last one I'll share. There's a school doing a, an adopt a classroom uh, project okay. where they're going to each class has another class and they're leaving little notes, maybe decorating, maybe leaving treats, but they're adopting for a week of being really nice awesome. and, and intentionally uh, celebrating each other. So I love that. How cool. Rich, some good ideas good? there, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a good week to be out in the schools. We try to visit some schools during the week just, oh, to, yeah. just to take that in and, and, and sharing that. It's fun. And what I would add to that is everybody should check social media, uh, follow all the schools to see all the cool things so on twitter and instagram you'll see all kinds of uh great ways the schools are are celebrating and and that helps you join in the celebration for those of you who aren't well, we in just the gave schools. people all kinds of great ideas too so we did paying attention Ooh. there's a lot of good there ideas you go. there. that's right amy tell us about the role of the office of the catholic schools mm-hmm. and its relationship to all of our catholic schools within the archdiocese yeah um thanks for asking that question because that's important we exist at the office of catholic schools There are five of us uh, and two assistants. We exist to support the schools. That's that's it. That's the whole reason. Uh, We want to serve our schools, support our schools, advise our schools. Um, Our mission is really about promoting excellence in the Catholic schools Mm -hmm. by providing Mm -hmm. that support and helping our, our schools really in the formation and education of their students uh, for that spiritual and that academic excellence. Um, and so to support our students, we have to support our teachers and leaders. So right. that's, that's really our first reach. Now, I will tell you, we're educators, all of us, at the Office of Catholic Schools. And so in our hearts, we're always teachers. And so our focus is always the student. That's, that's at the center of everything we do is the student. That's, that's from where we start and move out. At the Office of Catholic Schools, we're not in the schools every day, so our reach is centered on the student, but is really a reach to the leaders mm-hmm. and build, helping build leadership capacity and the teachers. And so you you might say, okay, well, that 
isn't very specific. So what are some programming or what are some specific things that we're actually doing? So in practice, you know, we provide professional uh, learning, professional development through the, uh, we have a summer institute. This year we built in two days of PD, one in the first semester, one in the second semester. Uh, helping our schools secure funding for additional professional development that they need. And that's a calling card for for teachers within the Catholic system, right? That's one of the reasons you want to come teach at a Catholic school. Absolutely. Super well supported. And I think right now, as we know, with teacher shortage, um, that is, it's, it's, now more key than ever to be supported we do have a new teacher mentorship program Mm -hmm. that comes out of our office where we work with uh, teachers to mentor our new teachers and and really help them in their in their practice that supportive community is so so important it is a calling card Um, a lot of networking coaching really working to build the capacity of our um of our school leadership teams and the spiritual development of our leaders and our um, teachers as well. it's no small task. It's no small task, (laughs) uh, but we love it. We love it. Rich, I'm always curious about this. What's the partnership between Mm -hmm. the Office of Catholic Schools and the Catholic Education Foundation? Well, it's it's become a lot stronger, I think, uh, in the last several years. And we are... We're both in the business of transforming people's lives, Mm -hmm. essentially, Mm -hmm. uh, young lives in this case, and their families, and that's our common goal. That's what we want to do. Now, we have have one role to play, and that's called access. So we're all about the family who can't afford to go to a Catholic school and say, you know what, the answer is yes, and provide that financing or that funding for them. The schools do the hard work, right? Our teachers, counselors, staff, the Office of Catholic Schools, they do the really hard work of what I'll call the real transformation, both in the classroom and outside the classroom. And and together, when we do that together, and we're supporting 3,600 kids right now Mm -hmm. through the foundation, we're going to make this community a whole lot better going forward. Without a doubt. Yep. Without a doubt. So... Talking about the community being better moving forward, let's talk a little bit about this Kentucky Supreme Court decision um, that struck down school choice legislation in the Commonwealth. Rich, where do we go from here? Well, first of all, never give up. Never. And that's really important. We've this we've been fighting this battle for at least 30 years in the Commonwealth to yeah, try to secure this. Sure. And while it's disappointing, um, I'll say this. At the foundation we would have been a beneficiary of that legislation in a pretty big way. By my estimate, we would have probably gained $5 million annually through that program to help fund more kids in Catholic schools. That's about double what we're taking in today. So that would have been transformational for us. Yeah. And what we've decided to do, whether we have the legislation in the future or not, is we're going to create a program, a campaign, if you will, that essentially drives our donations up by that same amount annually. So state program or not, our vision is to essentially double our revenues, our intake. Vision so we can. The same. It really doesn't change. And, it, and we're going to go from 3,600 kids to five or 6,000 in the next five years that we can support. So while we're disappointed, it really doesn't change where we're going. Unbelievable. Yeah. We're excited about it. 
Amy, so from your unique yeah. perspective, mm-hmm. um, how important are Catholic schools to the future of this community? Oh, well, um, extremely important that they are the future. Our, our students are the future. I was listening to the What's New in Lou, What's New in Arch Lou podcast mm-hmm. this morning, and a student um, whom Brian was interviewing said, I don't want to always be thought of as we're the future. We're the present yeah. too, so I don't want to. I want to. Uh, How great was that? Honor that. that was great. Students Those phenomenal. students were phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Uh, that leadership, but that that is what we see. Our uh, young people who are beneficiaries of this amazing education um, and that uh, you know involvement in their parish life really were building uh, strong. Christian Catholic leaders uh, who are concerned about what they can do for others. And so I think, I mean, all of us would have this experience. If you go, if you go anywhere and you, you start talking to someone, what, you know, you're at the doctor's office or you're, you know, you stopped at the bank, Catholic school graduates are there and they're leading the way. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you, Mm -hmm. you can see that I could name a whole list from, of alums from the schools uh, where I work, sure. uh, who are just strong, influential leaders in our community. Right. And I think that is a part of that Catholic commitment to service, that we see uh, service through leadership. So I think our Catholic schools uh, are forming our children now, and that's going to form our community into a better place later. I, I couldn't help but think about the salute to alumni dinner when she was talking about that, Rich. I mean, that's what that is, right? It's right. just showcasing all these amazing people that are that are Catholic school products. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. we're in our 33rd year uh, coming up March 8th, and we've got six really fantastic Catholic school alums that we're going to honor mm-hmm. that evening, all of whom have very unique stories. They're not all the same, and right. that's the best part about it. Mm-hmm. And what you feel, and I've you know I've been doing this for a long time. When you come out of that event that night and you listen to those honorees, you get inspired yes, you about do. what we're trying to do in Catholic do. schools, yeah. period, sure. across yeah. the board. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, yeah, I the very first salute I ever remember attending, there were flowers on the table. So I was you know a young teacher, and I was so inspired to thank my parents because mm-hmm. it was so affirming. Right. And I took the flowers from the table and took them to my mom and dad the next day to thank them oh, cool. for what they had given me. Um, so, I, you um, know, yeah. I think I did the same thing. I think I thanked my dad after being at my first one of, you know, thank yeah. you for, for the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So Rich, last fall, the foundation provided tuition assistance to an all-time 3,600 students, incredible, um, in the Catholic elementary schools and across Kentucky. Describe for us the type of families you guys seek to help? Yeah, it's really across the board. Um, in terms of the numbers, um, the average award per student is is over $2,000. So it's meaningful. If you think about a tuition average of five or $6,000. Well, it meets that gap to where people can yeah. afford it. So the gap is pretty wide that mm-hmm. we're meeting on average, some more mm-hmm. than others. Um, it goes kind of across the board, right? We have We have some families who live in poverty. They do. They can, they can barely pay the rent on some small apartment right. they've got. They can barely pay $50 a month for their kids to go to a school. Right. Okay. So our funding opportunity there is enormous. Mm-hmm. We have families kind of, um, you know, um, 
I'd say 40% of our families are single-parent households. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, it's mom that's pushing them to go to the Catholic school. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, her income's not very high in a lot of cases. So again, the funding demand is is large for that, that group of folks. We've got lots of families where, you know, mom and dad are both working. Uh, mom's a nurse, dad's a cop, and, you know, they're working as hard as they yeah. can. And they've got three kids, and uh, that's a big financial obligation for them, and they need some help. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's really across the gambit. And what's interesting, for the first time uh, that we've ever tracked this, um, we'd never on the application before, we'd never ask for your ethnicity or your race mm-hmm. or right. anything like that because we didn't care. Right. We didn't care didn't what matter. you were. So we did that this year because some of our donors were asking that question, okay. well, how many folks are you helping? And for the first year, uh, interestingly enough, uh, 20, almost 25% of our students are not white. Now, that kind of mimics the, the broader community. It okay? does. And that's not, that's not where we're going to end up. We're going to get better at that. But that's, there's a starting point for us now on how are we helping other people across the board, Catholic or not, attend a Catholic school. So we kind of started that little benchmark this year. We're going to keep tracking it, keep working it. And um, the fastest-growing segment of our customer base, as you might guess, is uh, Hispanic. Yep, Hispanic. And um, that's a really – that's a wonderful experience by itself mm-hmm. to meet with those families. It you know, really we, is. We have several clients that have asked to do things in Spanish here recently because mm-hmm. of that growing Hispanic population within mm-hmm. Catholic schools. You know, so let's talk about that a little bit more. So, you know, obviously there's a lot of conversation about diversity and inclusion in our society. Nothing new to the Catholic education in mm-hmm. Central Kentucky. Um, I'd like for each of you to talk about our long-running history in this community and how Catholic schools really reach out and strengthen the whole community in need? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I would start just by saying, you know, foundational to our Catholic faith is uh, human dignity, the dignity of the individual person. And so we we so value um, all and each of our students and want to make Catholic education available to each and every one who would like to have a Catholic education. Uh, We'd like to meet the needs of of all of our learners. Um, So I think, you know, when you're looking at uh, the diverse needs from socioeconomic to, you know, just actual learning needs, the, the Catholic schools are committed to providing for each individual. And again, it's that the individual dignity and a, and creating an environment that is about belonging mm-hmm. because it because mm-hmm. uh, we are a communal um, organization, right? The Catholic Church is built on community. And so that sense of belonging and being a part of a community and being honored and respected for the individual gifts. Yeah, right. So that that would be my perspective. Yeah, look, people have obviously in the last couple of three years talked a lot about, you know, inclusion and equity. Mm-hmm. You know, the best example ever around inclusion and equity is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is open the gospel message mm-hmm. and read it. He was the epitome of inclusion across that community in which he lived 2,000 mm-hmm. years ago. That's really the basis upon which our church is founded. 
And it's also the basis upon which we're challenged in our schools to educate children. So we've been doing this for a long time. I know it's in the press a lot more than it used to. We, we're, we're, yeah. we're pretty good at it, actually, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm really proud of that. Yeah. There's no doubt. So, Rich, you recently referred to Catholic schools as one of our greatest community assets. Mm-hmm. What does that really mean? You know, it's a great time during Catholic Schools Week to think about that. Um, you got to ask yourself this question. What would Louisville, Kentucky, or Central Kentucky be like without them? Hmm. Just think about that. And Amy makes this great point earlier. How many thousands and thousands of productive, successful mm-hmm. folks are out in our community because of the foundation they got right. in a Catholic elementary school, mm-hmm. in a Catholic high school? And I just... The more and more I see, in not only in my role with the foundation, but as just across the community, Catholic schools are providing these outstanding students, rich or poor, doesn't matter, mm-hmm. black or white, right. we don't care, and propelling them in word. every facet of their life, whether that's their family, their career, their community, mm-hmm. their faith. Every aspect of their life is being touched by Catholic education. What other experience does that as well? Yeah. The answer is none. Right. None. And I don't know if I can add, can I add Please. to that? Um, so when we're thinking of those graduates, you know, we're thinking of the uh, the excellence of Catholic schools. So go back to Catholic schools, weak faith, excellent service. And that those three really combine to propel, I love that word, to propel our graduates forward. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking um, of one of my one of my uh, favorite hymns in church uh, from a, a child till now they still sing it at St. Agnes is we are the light of the world oh yeah I won't break out into that song because you would have to edit that out but it says <laughs> it says we are the light of the world may our light shine before all so that they may see the good that we do and give glory to God that is what our alums are doing. They are the light of the world. They are. Um, there's a, another quote that mimics that that I have hanging um, and have had hanging uh, in my office since I started at um, Sacred Heart Academy in 2002. I don't even know to whom to attribute this quote, but it says, Our life in this world should be such that anyone seeing how we live would be drawn to praise God. And that, I think, is what is absolutely happening for our graduates out in our communities. Amen. Amen. Amy, Amy you, were, you were fantastic. You are, it's been awesome to have you here with us mm-hmm. as you we bet. continue to, our celebration of Catholic yes. Schools Week. So, Rich, on, on behalf of our, all of our Catholic school families and the CEF, mm-hmm. Amy, thank you for all of your work, your team's great work, mm-hmm. um, and providing Catholic education to everyone who... who desires this life-changing experience thank you thanks for having me thanks for all you do rich you guys are the best absolutely the best and rich at the catholic education foundation the answer is yes thank you guys so much thank you thank you rich thank you